Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll till 3 o'clock today, Jimmy B and TC. You can always uh, join the party at 264-1700. We bring on the show right now from ESPN, longtime uh, color commentator, Mark Adams, uh, with the network. He has covered the Missouri Valley Conference, I don't know, maybe for as long as there was dirt on the ground, as far as I know. Uh, He and I go way back working games together. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hey, Mark, how are you, pal? Jim, I'm just going to tell Trent, your trusty partner there, that as he leaves the studio, he better check his wallet because I've been around you enough to know I check every time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As cheap as you're going to find. Always looking for that next free drink. That's Jim Brinson. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's great. How have you been, kid? I know that you get a little time off here, but you still have your enthusiasm business, right? Yeah, enthusiasm's. I'm busy with a lot of different things, and, and it's uh, been fun and exciting. And, of course, the season last year was, was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I, I was involved with, Jim, if you can believe this, I was involved in one way, shape, or form, either calling games in studio, halftimes, post games, all that kind of stuff, doing shows, over 120 games last wow. year. So it was, it was busy, but I had a blast, and, uh, you know, obviously I'm – I'm glad to see our, our swimming pool open today here in Ohio, so I'm jacked about it. <laughs> Going to go show off that great body. Uh, Mark, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Mark, let's, uh, let's kind of get to this. When you kind of uh, tweeted out and broke the story about Valparaiso, and then it seemed that uh, we had a little kickback out of Murray State saying, oh, not so fast here yet. What's the latest? What can you fill us in on the Valley? Well, let's go back to a week and a half ago when the Missouri Valley Conference leaders were going from campus to campus, and I I was able to leverage some sources uh, inside of the Missouri Valley Conference and outside as well that confirmed that there were site visits taking place uh, a week ago. Monday was at Murray State, and they went to Valpo, to Milwaukee, and and to uh, University of Nebraska-Omaha. And during that time, you know, the, the chatter was among, among Valley members that Murray State was kind of the, the leader right now, you know, coming down the, across the first turn type of thing. Now, that changed over the last week for some reason. And Valparaiso, which you know, Valpo was evaluated as a potential member back when Loyola joined the Missouri Valley Conference when Creighton left. And Valpo was seriously considered at that time. And the site visit obviously went well. And there's been talk all up and down the line of, is there going to be 10 members? Is there going to be 11 members? Is there going to be 12 members? And as of yesterday, now this is fluid. This seems to change like every other day. As of yesterday, uh, the, the chatter inside the conference, and listen, very reliable sources, people I've known for a very long time that would be dialed into this thing. This is not me giving my opinion, but, but uh, indicated to me, and I got, it, I got it corroborated from inside the Valley as well, that Valpo seemed to be the likely choice right now as the 10th member. Now, that being said, the presidents haven't met yet, and you know what can go on behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. The presidents have not voted. They have not sent an invitation. But the, the response from multiple people was that 
Valpo seemed to be the 10th member, and it seemed to be that the conference was moving in the direction of only going 10, but then possibly a later invitation to possibly a Murray State or a Milwaukee or a Nebraska-Omaha, you know, that type of thing. That, that was as of yesterday, and that's where it stands. Uh, until the president sit in that room and actually make that decision, then none of us are really going to know but I feel confident. I stand by exactly what I tweeted out yesterday and what I wrote on my Facebook page, slash Enthusiasms, if you want to look at it. Over the last two weeks, you can see kind of the progression as to how it's moved along. So, Mark, as I look at this, Valpo, Murray State, those two programs, uh, you mentioned Nebraska-Omaha, UW-Milwaukee. The one that I continue am surprised isn't getting much more traction is North Dakota State, an athletic program that certainly spends at a high level. We know their exploits on the football field, but a basketball program that has been very good, made multiple NCAA tournaments, and it's a fan base that most importantly maybe they travel. They absolutely travel, not just for football. When they played the NCAA tournament in Minneapolis a few years ago against Kansas, they outdrew the Jayhawk fans there in Minneapolis. It's a fan base that will make the move. Why isn't the Bison program getting more traction? You know, it's a, it's a really good question. I think you'd have to ask the, the presidents that particular question. I mean, uh, for example, uh, University of Nebraska-Omaha, you know, I, I think that there's a feeling there because of the television market that there's, there's been a Valley footprint there before with Creighton. You know, we could argue the merits of that for, from a business perspective, but I think that that was some of the thinking around, around Omaha and when, when you start talking about Summit League members, I mean, there's some pretty good basketball being played in the Summit right now, and the Missouri Valley is a, is a basketball conference. I mean, that, that it's a basketball-centric conference. It, it has been since the Oscar Robertson back in the late 50s and early 60s. Yep. Since, even before that, I go back way back in, you know, when, when Jim was born, I think around 1925, the Valley was also <laughs> I knew that was coming. Conference. I knew that was yeah. coming. <laughs> so, you know, I think I think the main reason, just guessing now, I don't I don't have anything insider information as to why they're not. My guess would be the television package. You know, everybody's looking for who's going to bring the most eyeballs, who's going to bring the most cachet to those ESPN broadcasts because that's that's what the Valley has right now is an agreement with ESPN. And I think that probably had something to do with it. But again, I'm just guessing right now. I don't know for sure. Um. As far as Valpo is concerned, do your sources also say that Valpo is ready to jump? My indications right now is certainly, I can tell you this, that all the schools that are being talked to and have been evaluated, there's been a buzz on, a positive buzz on campus among multiple people at at every single site. I know that for a fact. Now, the, the thing about it is it's hard in this situation, Jim. Look, you and I have been around, you know, for a little while, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm a big fan of the OVC, too. And the commissioner, Beth DeBosha, is a good friend of mine. I've got a bunch of friends, you know, in the OVC. Alan Ward, who's one of the premier athletic directors in the country, by the way, at Murray State, and I've been there many times in their fan base, you know. So it's, it's difficult when these things happen, like Wichita State, you know, when Creighton left, and then Wichita State going to the American, it puts people – in, in difficult spots, and, and even guys like, like us, because we don't want any conference to suffer. We don't want conference to lose members. But the business side of this equation forces these types of scenarios, and then, you know, we're going to report on them as we see them and, and report on the facts. So I think all those schools would certainly be excited to get an invitation. 
my guess would be any one of them would probably accept that invitation based upon what I've heard. Uh, and again, that's on campus. Those are people that are on campus. That would be my guess. Mark, uh, I have searched for the numbers, and I have not been able to find them anywhere. I've put hours into it, trying to find out if uh, what the package is for the MVC. Do you have any idea? We know it's not the numbers that the Big Ten and Big 12 bring in financially from ESPN and all their TV deals. Do you have any idea what the number is for the MVC, what they get yearly from ESPN and their other packages television-wise? You know what, I wish I could give you an honest answer on that and, and have the numbers with me, but no, I, I really don't. I know it's not. Here's the, here's the reality of any basketball-centric league, even like the Big East. When you compare the Big East television package to the Power Five football-based package along with basketball, mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're looking at you know, tens, 10 times, 20 times, 50 times more uh, that, that they generate revenue from their television package than a basketball-centric type conference like the Big East. So uh, a, a conference like the Valley might get some benefit, financial benefit, I'm, I'm sure, from their television package, but it wouldn't be the numbers that you see in the SEC and the ACC right. and places like that for sure. I mean, it would be way, way, way below that. But it would be fair to say that the package that the MVC has is better than the Ohio Valley, than the Summit League, leaves of a similar ilk? Well, just by exposure alone, mm-hmm. the number of games on the mothership of either ESPN or ESPN2 or on ESPNU, yeah. there's no question there is a broader and more deep television package on ESPN for the Missouri Valley than any of the other conferences that we're discussing today. It's, it's Frankly, it's, not, it's really not, not too close. Mark Adams is our guest, ESPN longtime broadcaster. He covers the Valley Conference. Uh, he joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Okay, so with your sources, did your sources indicate to you as well that it would only remain a 10-team league, or was there any thought at all of going to 12? Uh, so yesterday, that was the feeling originally – in the first conversations that I had, there was there was buzz about. It. In fact, it, it changed from one day to the next, Jim. I had a conversation where there was with, with uh, again, I'll, I'll protect everybody That's you know, fine. From, from my sources. But but this was somebody that you could absolutely all all of them you can take to the bank. But it was just an informal conversation, and we talked about ten versus twelve, and the eleven seemed to be kind of impractical. By the next day, literally by the next day. That had changed that they were going to consider 11, and at that time the talk was all around Murray State and then either Valpo, Wisconsin, or Omaha. And, and I reported that on that day. And then after that, you know, just the other a day ago, then it was more it looks like it's going to settle in at 10. You know, but again, until you get the presence in the room, I mean, the Drake president was on the site visit at Murray State. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so the, the presidents have seen some of the campuses, and the ones that they haven't seen, from what I understand, they're certainly invited to go on these. And, you know, from day to day, it tends to kind of change. And, and I, think, I think evaluating the cost of having an 11-team conference versus 10-team conference and then also a 12 because then you start sharing your NCAA tournament revenue right. with 12 mouths to feed versus 10 mouths to feed, 
You know, so there's all those business ramifications that go into expanding beyond their historic number of 10. Mark Adams joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Mark, uh, with that, you talk about the numbers, but you've lost a significant fan base in Creighton, now another one in Wichita. And you see the numbers down in St. Louis. It's attendance-wise, not what it once was down there. One team's not going to be able to make up what you've lost there. We know Loyola doesn't have a big fan base. Uh, if it is Valpo or Murray State, you know what what they would bring. I would argue that makes sense to go to 12. If you really want to keep this thing in St. Louis, you need to find fan bases that can at least help a little bit. And then you got to have the Missouri States that in the past have brought a ton of fans. Illinois State, a big uh, public school in downstate Illinois, Southern, those kind of programs need to jump back up, and, and they have to follow their teams as well down to St. Louis to, to get those numbers back up. You know, Trent, taking all the business equation out of it and all those kinds of things, just, just as a college basketball fan, as an analyst, you know, as a guy who's been around basketball my whole life and college basketball since 1979, you know, if I were made king for a day you know, <laughs> of the Missouri Valley, which will never happen, by the way, because the serfs would, would take over the castle really fast on me. But if I were king for the day, I'd go big or go home. You know, I'd go, I'd go 12 members. I think that they're on the right track as far as the folks that they're looking at. You know, I even, I even thought in terms of maybe a, a UT Arlington type of program on mm. the rise. You okay. know, yep. they, they built a new arena. I know that geographically it may not be as convenient, you know, and I get that. I get I'm taking all the numbers, uh, equations out of it type of thing. But that would be a program that's, that's really, really good, well-run, good athletic director, good coach, big campus, you know, lots of students, all those kinds of things, big television market, you know, those kinds of things. Those were the types of things I, that I was looking at. I'm sure the Commissioner Elgin who listened, I'm around a lot of people in college athletics, first-class, smart innovative. I mean, he's done a tremendous job with the ballet for years, and I trust his judgment. But I would go big or go home. I'd go three new members, make it 12. I would want to establish my footprint. Again, if I was just king for the day, mm-hmm. I'd want to establish my footprint as the premier, you know, for lack of a better term, mid-major, I call it do more with less, the premier <laughs> do more with less conference in America and make a statement. Okay, so Creighton goes, Wichita State goes. You know what? We're going to go out, we're going to get these three guys, and we're going to show everybody we are back and we are ready for multiple bids in the NCAA tournament. That's the way I would look at it. I mean, I'm right, and I don't have all the information in front of me from a business perspective. Mm-hmm. That's just in a perfect world as to how I feel. Well, you're thinking outside the box there. I had a crazy idea, what, about three weeks ago, Jim? Most of his ideas are crazy, Mark. Well, if you're thinking outside the box, <laughs> let's go down to Phoenix and Grand Canyon yeah. University. Yeah, uh, he liked Grand Canyon. Oh. That, that place is yeah, they're loaded. banged out. Yeah. Yeah. Marley's doing a great job with that program, a huge market, all these things you talk about. Hey, back in the day, they had New Mexico State as a member. Today, with charter flights and everything else that you can do, you can make Grand Canyon uh, and, and a member hear it and maybe even think outside the box more and think about affiliate members, basketball-only members, and UT Arlington, mm-hmm. Grand Canyon, programs like that that can help your basketball prestige and, and bring in those big markets you talk about. Well, and here's another outside-the-box uh, idea. Uh, I would also encourage all of the Do More With Less conferences, especially those who are getting caught in this, in this scheduling conundrum. And we could talk about that, Jim, as you know, forever on that i've got right. a bunch of information on that but i don't want to get into that today but the bottom line is i would i would set up scheduling alliances with three or four other really 
high-level, do-more-with-less conferences and do the exact same thing that the Power Five is doing right now and buying home games, only playing – I mean, the, the Power Five and the Big East, just a quick number, they play 88.5% of their games either at home or on a neutral site and not a conference play. Wow. Okay? 88.5%. The 11.5% that they play away from home are typically against each other. So think about that. Think about why they do that. It's because it protects their computer rankings. So what I would do is I would come up with you know, a plan B option of the American, the Atlantic 10, the Missouri Valley, and maybe the West Coast Conference or Mountain West, wherever you want to pick, and set up a, a scheduling alliance of non-conference games between those, those teams and then cherry-pick specific teams that I feel like are going to be good going into the 2017-18 season and have one or two teams from each conference engage either in a neutral site tournament or even get bought for a game to go to a mid-level 10 team in the projections, a mid-level ACC team, a mid-level SEC team, where you can pick up some computer points from those wins and bring them back to the four conferences that you've aligned with, and you have a better chance of securing more than one bid in the NCAA tournament. That would, I, I think that's an innovative way, hmm. and, a, and, a, and a, I think it's an acute business strategy that will at least offset some of the unfair advantages that are taking place with this crazy out-of-conference scheduling where you literally can buy home games across your entire conference right. that brings you multiple bids of the NCAA tournament which is a scheduling cartel for all intents and purposes. Fair enough. Great, uh, great uh, comments on that, Mark. Take me to St. Louis. I'm real curious about this because they have extended the contract through, what, 2018, I believe? For, and then for the no, championship. I, I know it was extended. Yes. Yeah. I know it was extended because they considered Kansas City at one point. Yeah. yeah. And they have a league option, I believe, for three years past that through right. 2021. Would they ever consider going to a arena <clears throat> like Des Moines uh, that has, uh, that they would get huge fan bases to show up for those games? Would they ever consider anything like that? Well, you know, they considered Kansas City. Uh, not too long ago. But there's no team there. Yeah, with Wichita right, now. Right. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah, I think that they're they're more likely to try to stay in more of a neutral site type of situation. But you know what? Listen, Jim, everything changes based upon money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could definitely see where if attendance goes down in St. Louis, then all of a sudden, you know, they might be looking for other innovative ways to fill, to fill the seats because that hasn't been a problem in St. Louis. I mean, Arch Madness has been a tremendous event for a long, long time now, and kudos to the Valley for doing that. I mean, what other, what other conference in the do more with less realm has a more successful post, you know, post-conference regular season tournament than the Missouri Valley? I mean, that thing, and it has brand awareness with Arch Madness and all that type of thing, but you know what? You've got to replace Creighton, and now you've got to replace Wichita State, you know, it'll be interesting to see how, how the ticket sales go with that. Right. I, I just find it fascinating that, and I'm just using Des Moines as an example. Look, Drake doesn't play their yep. games there. They play one game there in the Big Four. Uh, they have their own arena on campus. They haven't really been a factor in the league, it seems like, forever, but all the way back to 2008. And I, I, I just thought that with what we saw here as far as the NCAA tournament, 
when they had the uh, first round games here two years ago, yep. and they're coming yep. back, Mark. This has turned into a basketball town, and I think people would really show up if those schools were here. Well, one thing I know for sure, Jim, is that all Nico Medved wants is an unfair advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know that for a fact. I know Nico. First of all, Drake made a great hire. Okay. I called the Southern Conference tournament a couple of years ago, and uh, Nico took his, his Furman team, which was a number eight seed, all the way to the championship game. They lost a heartbreaker to Wofford, one of the best games I've ever seen. And I watched this young basketball coach, who's absolutely. Every time out, they're running a play. They're scoring. You know, they're, they're playing good defense. He makes adjustments at halftime. This dude can coach. I'm telling you. It was a great hire. I'm a big fan. And listen, Medved right now has said, hell yeah, let's bring this thing to Des Moines. I'd like that more than anything else. I know Nico would be fired up about that right now. All right, look, we've seen Mark Phelps. We saw Ray Giacoletti. Now Nico. In your estimation, you, you, you saw Phelps, you saw Giacoletti. Can Medved be the guy who can to at least get them competitive? I'm not asking them to win the title yet, but at least be competitive in the league. I, I sure hope so. I mean, you know, I'm an old Valley guy, and, of course, you know, for me it was about Wichita State, Drake, and Bradley. Those were the teams that were left from my old Cincinnati days mm-hmm. as a little boy watching the Bearcats with my dad and my brother, you know, and, and, and to see now Wichita State gone, I mean, now it's Bradley and Drake. And, and listen, the thing about Drake is high academic school, uh, they, they really work hard to do it the right way, and I admire that. Where Drake has fallen short, they haven't been able to attract, uh, I don't think, you know, the athleticism necessary to, to really excel in, in the Valley. And, you know, when you watch them play, they do, they do some good things. They get some skill. But this has to be a situation where, from a recruiting basis, can Nico Medved bring in the, the, the types of athletes necessary to be competitive and win in the Missouri Valley? Because you look at a guy like Alizé Johnson mm-hmm. at Missouri State, Holy cow, can that kid play? I mean, you look at Ron Baker, who played at Wichita State. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, what? I mean, a tremendous athlete. You know, we're, we're looking all the way up and down the line of the DJ Ballantines of the world, and Gideon Miscavichus, who played at, at, at Evansville. So you may end up, you know, getting a foreign kid that can play. And Drake has had some foreign kids, but they've got to stop the revolving door of guys going out the door, the transfer out. And they've got to become more athletic. And I'm sure, listen, Nico already knows that, and I'm sure he's working on that. If they can bring some athleticism along with their skill sets, then Drake will be back in a hurry. But it's critical that that they be able to do that because they, frankly, haven't had good enough athletes in many cases to compete with the upper echelon of the Missouri Valley. Mark, we'll let you go with this. Uh, the other in-state school, you and I, uh, down from what they were seriously uh, in the previous couple of years, making the NCAA tournament a year ago. They lose Jeremy Morgan. Uh, they'll get Lowhouse back this year. The front court with Carlson and Bennett Cook appears to be in good shape. Just need more consistency out of those guys. Yeah. Uh, another upper division finish, uh, but can this team compete for a Valley title next year, or are they still maybe a guard or two away from that? Well, it's going to be interesting to see who their guards are and, and how they progress. You know, Low House, for example, was hurt last year throughout a large majority of the year. I think what, he played one or two games. It did, didn't play very often, right. I know that, Wyatt Low House. And, you know, people tend to forget about that. But 
one thing I've learned over the years, Trent, I've been around a lot of coaches. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a guy that combines the, the level of acumen along with the ability to teach and then the most amazing ability to stay level-headed in good times and in bad for Ben Jacobson. I admire Ben as much as any coach I've been around over the years. I, I love the guy. I think he's a, a great father, husband. I mean, it's the whole package. It's just, he's an amazing person. I would want my son to play for Ben Jacobson. I mean, he's that good of a guy. And I just got to believe that, that last year was an anomaly. And, that, and, and listen, they still came on strong. You know, they just weren't good enough. And Wichita was beating the holy heck out of everybody, and they would won nine in a row and played Wichita and then got punched in the face and lost a little confidence for a while again. You know, but this dude can coach. And, and Ben Cook, you know, I thought he got better this year of understanding how tough you have to be to play in the Valley. Early on, he wasn't. And I think he would even tell you that. And his brothers for sure would tell you that. But as the season went along, I saw progress from him. And then Carlson, who was so dynamic off the dribble from the elbow and banging threes, he just couldn't buy a basket this past season, and he never was able to mentally get his shot back in the game. With those guys coming back, though, we've seen the upside. We've seen, we've seen the ceilings high for them. It's a matter if they can have quality guard play. And if they do, X's nose wise, Ben Jacobson is about as good as it gets. Brad Stevens would be the one other guy, mm-hmm. I think, that combines a lot of the, the Ben Jacobson persona, and that's a high compliment. Mark, uh, last question for me. We'll let you go. We know you're a busy guy. Not. Um, so, <laughs> since you're going to the pool. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, ben Jacobson, are you surprised that he is still at UNI, or is he a Mark Few-type guy at Gonzaga? He's a lifer at that school. Well, you know, I think that he, he loves it there. He bought a house up on the lake that he, that he spends a lot of his spring and summer at, he really enjoys that. He enjoys his family time. He enjoys the balance. You know, Jim, we're seeing a little bit of a new breed of coach here than the, the idiots like me who are always looking for the next thing and then eventually you just get fired because you, I guess it's the Peter principle or something. Yeah. You know, but, but you look at, at what Mark Few has done. Uh, you look at what Mick Cronin is doing at Cincinnati. Uh, and Cincinnati's always been a high-profile program, but he has chose to stay there, even you know, with offer, uh, being offered some jobs. Greg Marshall at Wichita State. Yeah. Yep. has stayed there and turned that into a high-major program. You know, I even thought Archie Miller might stay at Dayton. And if it hadn't been for Indiana, I don't, I don't think Archie Miller was going to go anywhere for a long, long time because Dayton's a really good job. So I, but I think we're seeing coaches that are, good, that are a lot less likely to jump off for a mid-level Big Ten job when they're building their own program into a special one. And I think Ben Jacobson is part of that part of that population where he loves where he lives, he knows what he's got, and he's got, a, he's got great athletic administration there as well as university administration. He's got his lake house. His boys are growing up. I mean, so I, I know you've got to go to break, but I'll just tell you very quickly. Uh, I sat in the gymnasium alone one, one morning. Nobody else was there. And there was Ben with his son all alone, just the two of them. And his son was, was hoisting up jump shots. And Ben was just rebounding for him, father and son in the gym, just enjoying basketball together. That's Ben Jacobson, 
And I think that's why he stayed at Northern Iowa. There's balance there. Always great, pal, when we catch up to you. And uh, look, if you didn't try to jump to the next big thing and then get toasted, uh, you wouldn't have had to sit next to me with a headset on for all the years (laughs) we worked together, too. Uh, What a blast, Jim. I mean, I'm so blessed and and so fortunate uh, to do what I do. And I never take it for granted. And and listen, working with you, I learned so much, you know, from working with you early in my career. And I'm grateful. The, I give you a lot, of, a lot of stuff, you know, and tease you a lot, but I learned a heck of a lot from you, Jim Brinson. I'll always be grateful, and you're doing a great job in Des Moines, and thanks for having me on. Thank you, Mark. It's always good to catch up to you. Have fun at the pool, pal. Don't scare anybody. <laughs> you betcha. Thanks, Trent. Yep. See ya. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Mark Adams, ESPN, longtime guy and voice of the Valley uh, in college basketball. Quick break. We're coming right back. Big Talker. 1700. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to 100 plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I liked them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. Can you finish this little ad phrase? Ace is the place with the... Right, most people know it's with the helpful hardware folks. But this message isn't about Ace Hardware. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? You know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you. No obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Marcus Pitts. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We're glad to share them. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, 
chemical peels and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we roll all the way till the 3 o'clock. Ryan Van Bibber coming up at the uh, top of the hour. We always like to check in with him on the National Football League, especially after the draft, see who's uh, just signed. We saw Jamar Charles with a one-year deal now, former Kansas City Chiefs running back, now with the Denver Broncos. Adrian Peterson gets hooked up, formerly of the Vikings, now with the Saints. And we're still waiting on a couple of big-name free agents. So we'll get into all of that with Ryan Van Bibber on the NFL SB Nation at the top of the hour. Uh, did you see your favorite uh, college basketball coach, Little Ricky? Little Ricky Petito. Yes, got, him, up to? got himself a contract extension. Oh, congratulations. See? I'm sure that'll go well. <laughs> so you're excited, I can tell. So at least at least you'll be able to talk about him this coming uh, winter. Well, of course, that was going to happen regardless. <laughs> he didn't need a contract extension. <laughs> Little Ricky is not long for Minneapolis. And I'll tell you why. Okay. It is going to go a couple of different ways. Either yes. he is going to continue what he built last year. Uh-huh. They are one of the favorites. They are. Uh, in the Big Ten. Michigan State with the return of Miles Bridges is first. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you got the group, Minnesota, Northwestern, maybe Purdue, depending on uh, right. if Peggy comes back and right. Haas. 
uh, they're going to be up there. You got then kind of that next tier. I was probably in there probably. as well. Yeah. But uh, if he continues to do what he has done, he's going to get a bigger job. He's going to get a more high-profile job, and he will jump. He's not a Minnesota lifer. Or mm-hmm. maybe some questions are raised. Ah, Recruiting, you never know. There were some rumblings when he was at his last stop at Florida International about some things. Uh, could be some things about that. Or... Oh, wait a minute. There's another or? There's another or. Okay. Or... Thing goes sideways. He's never dealt with expectations like this before. Okay. He has never had the expectations that this Minnesota team has had. We saw a young coach in this state have similar experiences, and it didn't go very well. Steve Alford. Remember Steve Alford came in with a lot of fanfare, all the hoopla, All-American coming back to the Big Ten, had just taken Southwest Missouri State to the Sweet 16. Year number one, they kick it off. They beat the defending national champion in UConn at Madison Square Garden in his first ever game. It looked like, oh, look at the star that is burning here. Now, they weren't very good that first year. In fact, they weren't even 500. I think they were 14 and 17 and didn't even make the NIT. But the next year, they got off to an incredible start. Luke Recker was injured that season. Then they come back with a healthy Recker. Mm-hmm. And people said, all right. This is going to be a program that's going to do a lot of things. They made the NCAA tournament. They are going to be a big-time power. Got off to a decent start. Lost to Duke early on. Got beat by Missouri. Came back and played Missouri, in fact, twice that year. Throttled them the second time. And then the wheels completely fell off. And as a young coach, Steve Alford, he didn't know what buttons to push. And when you are in the Big Ten and you're going up against coaches game in and game out that are among the best of the best, it is difficult for a young coach when pressure starts to come on, figuring out when you've been in a spot that you've never been before, how to dig out of it. I give I give little Ricky Bettino a lot of credit for last year. When they had that five-game slide, yes. figured it was over. Yeah. And he was able to dig them out of it. They won some big games during that time. Were they overseeded come NCAA tournament time? Absolutely. But for him to get that program back up after five straight losses, mm-hmm. that was impressive. It was. That was impressive. Now, how does he handle the success, and how does he handle, most importantly, the pressure this year? I'll be keeping an eye on that. If they are successful, what would you say their level of success would have to be in order for Patino to get a different job offer that would pay him several more mil? Well, I... I, Would it have to be a deep tournament run? I don't know. I mean, because I don't know what... What would make him leave? Okay. We know a blue blood job. That that goes without yeah. saying. Or taking over for his dad at Louisville. You know, something yes, like, like that. like that, yeah. That's a no-brainer. But, you know, a mid-level ACC job. That That's another thing is he's, because of his dad moving around, he's lived all over the country. It's not like, oh, this is a southern guy. You know, something like no, that. No, he's where, got, yeah, he's got Where the following. Florida job would right. be really intriguing. You know, yep. something like that. Yep. It is different because of that. He doesn't have... Just a guy from a certain area. He's mm-hmm. lived all over the country. Sure. And so I think that makes it a little bit different for him as well. I don't know. I don't know what the job is. Do you, do you even know where he went to school? Because I don't know that I No, that. no, it doesn't. No, we'll have to look that up. Yeah. Which where, is odd. I mean, it yeah. seems like we know almost every coach where they went to school. Yeah, but you were, you were right about his dad moving around from yeah. college to the NBA and then back to college. So, and And I wouldn't really know that time frame. Does it say there? Let's see here. Providence. Okay. So Providence. he was there then when when Rick was coaching Billy Donovan. No. 
Well, he was not in college at the time. No, but that's where, he, yeah, he was in school at that time. But yeah. but he, then he went back to Providence. And let's see, he coached, he started up College of Charleston. That was his first assistant job. Okay. Then Northeastern, Duquesne, Louisville, Florida, back to Louisville yeah. before he got the Florida International job. And then after one year on to Minnesota. Huh. It'll be interesting. So he's been around. He's been around. Okay. He's been around. He's still only 34. Yeah. And boy, is he a weird-looking kid. <laughs> Jeez, God. What's that got to do with anything? I'm, when people watch you on TV, do you think there's some guy? God, he's a weird-looking guy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, have you ever seen the show on CBS, The Big Bang Theory? Yes. Ho- Howard Wolowitz, you know, that big geeky guy? Yes, I know who he is. That's who he looks That's like. That's who he looks <laughs> If he had a little more hair. Yeah. That's little Ricky Patino. He's Howard, Howard Wolowitz. What a goody. <laughs> if he let his hair grow out. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Oh, little Ricky. What a comparison. <laughs> They're going to be good, though. They're going to be good. They will year. be good. I mean, outside of Springs, who was just a fifth-year grad transfer they Correct. had this year. Yep. Everybody else is back. He's got a pretty good recruiting class. Bringing in two guards. Uh, going to be the heir apparent there to Nate Mason at the point guard position. But I, I think overall, this, this team's going to be pretty solid. The Big Ten as down as it was this year. And it was silence for a weekend after they got three teams to the Sweet 16, but it was also a little bit of fool's gold. Mm-hmm. You know? Still, with that, I really believe that the Big Ten this year is going to take a big step forward. As you go through and you look at the depth of the conference, I mean, there's people out there that have Ohio State picked 11th. Rutgers, we saw, made improvements. Penn State had a lot of young, good kids on that squad as well. We're talking about the bottom of the conference here. You know Indiana's going to have players. Yeah. They get a couple of guys that come back out of their trio that's taking a look at the draft process. There's a lot going on there. And, and that leads back here to the local front in Iowa, where I know there's people out there that say, Fran McCaffrey deserves the benefit of the doubt. Five consecutive years, they've had better than a, a 500 record in the Big Ten. Even did it last year. They went 10-8 mm-hmm. and eight mm-hmm. with all that they lost from the previous season. But I'll warn you that also the Big Ten is going to be much more difficult. And when we find out the Big Ten schedule this year, that's going to be ultra important yeah. this season. It's not around Robin like the MVC in the Big 12. Right. It depends on who you play home and home, the teams that you only play once, if you get them at home or if you have to go on the road for it. You know, if a team like in Iowa, yeah. you know, if your home and homes this year that you're playing twice are Michigan State and Minnesota and Northwestern and Purdue, sure. It's a lot more difficult than some of the others could That's, be. That and, is right, and it's going to be very important who, what those double plays look like this year. Not just for who's going to win the conference regular season title, but who's going to be the team that finishes sixth, seventh place and gets into the NCAA for, tournament. That's going to be important as well. I agree with you. Uh, quick break. We're coming right back, and a reminder as well: Ryan Van Bibber, SB Nation on the NFL, will join us uh, at the top of the hour. Jimmy B and TC. It's the Big Talker, seventeen hundred. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today. 
515-225-8866 or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping Get to JCPenney's Love Mom Sale and give her the gift of pampering and shopping all in one place. Give her a gift card bundle to Sephora inside JCPenney, the salon, and to shop around the store. A $60 value for just $50. Or make her day with gifts like select women's dresses just $29.99 and a Liz Claiborne phone charging wristlet just $24.99. Plus, get $10 off when you spend $25 or more with coupon on select items throughout the store and at JCP.com. Hurry and soon. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 54259. Sephora and some other categories excluded from coupon. See store or JCP.com for details. There are lots of reasons you love your deck. Staining it is probably not one of them. Choose a stain that will last for years and provide enduring beauty. The new timeless stain from PPG only at the Home Depot. From $43.97 a gallon. When it goes on, it goes on and on, year after year, protecting your deck from everything Mother Nature can throw at it. It's been a secret of the pros for years, and now you can get in on it. The new timeless stain from PPG starting at $43.97 a gallon. Exclusively at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. 1700 KBGG is ready to let Frontier Airlines take you away with a trip a day in May. Go online to 1700kbgg.com and register for your chance to win a flight voucher from Frontier Airlines. Check out their website for fun destinations like New Orleans, San Diego, or Fort Lauderdale. It's a trip a day in May. Furnished by Frontier Airlines. Low fares done right. And the big talker. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. We'll take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talkers 1700 you miss, miss any portion of the show, you can always catch us on the podcast page at 1700kbgg.com. Jimmy B., I know it's not your favorite thing to talk about, but uh, I want to talk some baseball here. All right, I'm up good for that. You know, we, we touched on the Cubs and the Twins uh, yesterday and their right. victories, and the Twins hitting, uh, for the first time in over 50 years, hitting six home runs mm-hmm. in a ball game mm-hmm. last night. The Cubs back on the right track after knocking off Hellickson, but... The big national story of the day in baseball is uh, the continued rivalry with the Red Sox and the Orioles. And one day after the end bombs were thrown yes. at Adam Jones, along with peanuts being chucked at him, just an absolutely horrid situation. And and I just look and it's baffling that in 2017 I, we're still talking about that. I agree. A great moment last night as he steps to the plate for the first time, gets an ovation. Uh, Chris Sale... Gave him a little extra moment. He, Sale, yep. you know, it was a guy that works very quick up there. Yeah. And he took a step back off the mound he just did. to give him time. And then two minutes later, it was over. It was over. A he, ball thrown back behind Manny Machado, and it was on once again. Okay. This is, you and I have had, I think we both feel the same way about the so called unwritten rules of Major League Baseball. Yep. And. Look, I get that what happened when Machado slid into Dustin Pedroia. I, I understand all that. But then you already had some sort of retaliation. Why is it continuing? Why, when the guy comes up that Sale, and at least he didn't throw at his head like that other goober did, right. okay, that here, and, and I'm going to stop because I, I just thought of this, and and. And this this is such a double standard. You have a Major League Baseball pitcher with a hard ball in his hand that throws 95 and up, throwing at a player's head. Could kill him. Yes. Ruin his career forever mm-hmm. or kill him, which is even worse. However, if a player charges the mound because you did that, and beats the snot out of the pitcher, he's the bad guy. Right. I don't get it. 
No, you goober. You're the dope who threw at him. Mm-hmm. The man has a right to defend himself under that situation. But in the unwritten rules of Major League Baseball, apparently that's not the case. But I'm sick and tired of guys carrying it over an extended period of time. Well, in Machado, he was hot. He, I, I don't blame him. I mean, there, there was... There I don't was... blame him one bit. Uh, expletives that were thrust yes. out at a high, high rate. That's I think why it was I didn't get tw- the audience. I think it was 12. <laughs> <laughs> he was going out there, and he had a lot to say. I understand it, too. I mean, is that the point? All right. Did he go in cleats up? Did he go in too hot? And you want to get retribution. You want to throw at him fine. But this was weeks ago. Yes. This was weeks they ago. They already threw at him. Right. Why, why are you continuing? Right. Absolutely. It, it's, it's at a level now. Where it just seems it's at the ridiculous level. Yeah. And, and that's what it is. And and now what's going to happen tonight, Jimmy B? Because now you know it's going to come back oh, from the other yes, side. Yes, it is. And so we're going to have, I, I, is it Bundy you, starting tonight you, for gonna, the Orioles? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to throw at or, no, Pedroia? Okay, you're going to throw at Pedroia? Do you, do you throw at Pedroia? Do you throw at Hanley? He had a couple it, of homers yeah, he last did. night? Yeah, <laughs> and 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 here's the other thing. When Sale went to the dugout, they had a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Hanley Ramirez is one of the first guys to congratulate him for throwing at Machado. Right. Yeah, man, thanks. Thanks for doing that. And these teams still got to play how many? Yeah, I, I know. They're year. in the same division. It is uh, it's stupid. It's entertaining in a way. It does get through the minutia of a 162 game it, season. It does do that, but it's but gone the danger on. of it. Yes. Now, yes, the danger factor has been hyped up so much more mm-hmm. than maybe what it was after the first retribution. Right. The the carryover is dreadful now. But you know what? I'm going to be keeping an eye on I'm it. I'm going to keep an eye on it. <laughs> I to. I could see I could see bench clearing tonight. I'm with you. I think uh, I would anticipate that. And if you're the home plate umpire tonight, oh boy, oh boy, I, do, do you say something even before? Oh, the game? I, I do. I, you're not supposed to. No, but you it's supposed to be a clean slate. It is, man. This you, is a situation that you're real ugly. You're working with dynamite here. Yes. You got to be very, very careful. Yeah. I can see, I can see the bullpens coming from everywhere. Yep. and the place just exploding. We got some NFL talk coming up on the other side. Ryan Van Bibber, he's going to join us. We'll talk NFL with him. Go inside the draft, take a look at that, who walks away, winners in his mind, and much more as we roll through from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, 
chemical peels, and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. You're excited about your new business. Now the challenge is to get everyone else excited about it, too. Signature Signing Graphics can help. No need for five different companies to provide you with window decals, bumper stickers, signs, and logo wall art. Signature Signing Graphics does all that and more. See what Signature Signing Graphics can do for your business. They're online at signsdsm.com and in real life at a new location right off Highway 141 in Grind. That's just five minutes from the Urbandale Super Target. Call 402-SIGN, 402-SIGN. Signature Signing Graphics. And now for something deliciously different from Wendy's. Wendy's Double Stack is still an option in the 4 for 4. With a quarter pound of fresh beef, four nuggets, fries, and a drink. That's a deal so good it should not exist. Like how owls shouldn't be able to turn their heads all the way around. Whew, wouldn't like that deal. The 4 for 4 with your choice of a Double Stack, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, or Crispy Chicken BLT. A deal so great, it's impossibly good, but not for long. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece chicken nuggets, small fries, and a drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. As a small business owner, if you don't have satisfied customers, you don't have anything. At Vistaprint, we feel the same way about making sure you're satisfied with every business card you order. Go to Vistaprint.com today and you can get 500 customized, high-quality business cards starting at just $9.99. And if you aren't satisfied for any reason, we'll make it right. Get 500 business cards and complete satisfaction starting at just $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Use promo code 1166 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1166. Menards has the appliances you're looking for. Choose from top brands with all of the latest features and the stylish looks you want in your home. Right now, upgrade on a French door refrigerator by Frigidaire. The Frigidaire refrigerator features best-in-class ice and water filtration. Plus, there are over 100 ways to organize and customize the storage to fit your life. In stainless steel, just $1,929. Find this and other great deals now during Menards' spring catalog sale. Save big money at Menards. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, I just got to town and I need a presentation printed for a big meeting tomorrow. Well, Staples has everything you need to print. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, Accumulus Station, big news, big talk, and big sports. This is Jim Rome with the CBS Sports.